Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit some of Weed's Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of CannaHealth. That is right. If you, yep, go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the uh, radio section. There's a few of our sponsors that are listed down there. Um, Holy Toledo, I think we have a special guest coming who can't get into the to the plantation. Um, give me one second, folks. I'm going to throw on a commercial about Tumbleweeds Health Center, and I'm going to let in Cannabis Kids. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. 
Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. We did that backwards, folks. Sorry about that. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. And I can tell you backwards what uh, what elements, elements, what conditions qualify you real quick here uh, while we're waiting for the kid to come in. And then uh, we'll have Justin on. All right, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, and that covers most everything. I think uh, the state of Arizona's health department reported like, I don't know, upwards of 85, 90% um, of people that get their cards are for chronic pain. Um, And that would be like, you know, migraines, arthritis, um, fibromyalgia is a big one for folks out there. Okay, severe nausea, seizures. So whatever seizure you have, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's, agitation of Alzheimer's, and that runs the gamut all the way to dementia and all the different Alzheimer's in between. Cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And also, you're also eligible for a medical card if... Um, you're getting treated for uh, something else that is not on this list, um, but is causing something on the list. So you may be getting treated for, I don't know, I don't even know what, but if it's not on the list and it's causing like nausea, a lot of things cause nausea and they they make people um, so ill that they just can't even eat. Um, and um, they also cause uh, migraines. Migraines is a another condition that's uh, caused by a lot of other medications and stuff. And you can, I mean, you can read it right on the bottles that unfortunately that you're getting. Um, so let's see. Uh, all righty. Well, let's see here. Canvas Kid is about to walk in. He's wheeling and a dealing out there on the front porch. So we're just going to close the door. Um, let's see. Oh, also, you know what? <clears throat> We get this question all the time. So when folks come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at uh, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard to get certified, um, folks, we have an intake form, and we say, are you requesting to grow? And people are uh, wondering if they can grow. And absolutely, you can grow six plants right now in the recreation program. So that leads up to who do we go to for all our growing needs? Growers House at 3635 East 34th Street. Uh, check them out or at growershouse.com. All right. So let's see. You know, when we, we love when people reach out. Um, during the pandemic, we've had a lot of people reaching out because, you know, everybody's stuck at home. Uh, well, most people are. But we just absolutely love when we find new friends out there that love to do the same thing we do, which is support our beautiful cannabis plants. So we have on our show, hang on a minute, I have to get my earbuds on. I got to do the big earbob switch because already this morning, (laughs) I logged on to the radio show. Sorry, we'll get there. I I logged on to the radio show and already they had switched their uh, software program up. So give me one moment. I'm going to switch over. And just to make sure that we are actually going to be on air in case it quits. So if it does quit on us, hold on. Hold tight, folks. Here we go. Hold on. And here it is. Kick report. All right. Are we there? Did we make it? Now I got to peek. Hold on. All right, well, we are going back to the regular format because for some reason we got a whole bunch of feedback on that. So we're going to scrap that one. We're going to scrap that way. Okay, so here we go. Uh, we have a guest, uh, Justin from TreePost, coming on. And TreePost is a uh, customer-first marketplace for hemp products. We create a shopping, they, they create a shopping experience because uh, customers can trust by providing product transparency, 
a superior buying experience, and a curated selection of the highest quality products and brands. Um, please welcome Justin from True Post to the show, everybody. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Am I coming through all right? Yes, you are. There might be a bit of a delay, so I apologize. I just literally uh, suck at technology, so we'll get through it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It sounds good to me. All right. Where are you? Where is 404? Uh, 404 is Atlanta, Georgia, so we're down here in the south. uh, Wow. Starting our day. It's about 10 a.m. right now. Uh, Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah, so happy to uh, call in from a little bit across the country. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm not so sure we've had anyone from Georgia. Uh, welcome. The <laughs> welcome to the show. Somebody popped in on me here over Thank here you. today. Yeah, so we've got Canvas Kid here with us. So um, this is awesome. So, um, Justin, tell us a little bit about yourself and then maybe how you got into cannabis and, and then how TreePost was, was created. Sure. Well, yeah, I'll give you a little bit of the backstory. So um, me personally, I started out in the sciences, uh, really focusing on sustainable agriculture um, and biology. And so I went to school for uh, biology and was doing research in how we could create more sustainable food systems. And so that got me into uh, just, you know, more involved in agriculture and kind of seeing the developments that we had in crops and, um, you know, different ways that we could be utilizing um, new kinds of uh, agriculture for um, food, obviously, but also, you know, things like medicine. And um, so kind of, you know, uh, surreptitiously the way things go, um, I just started hearing more about the emerging hemp industry. Um, I was familiar with, you know, cannabis legalization in states and all that kind of thing and i've been loosely following it but it seemed like there was a lot of potential uh in hemp and i wanted to be a part of it so the more i learned the more fascinated i got and saw the potential you know of this um of the cannabis plant um or the hemp plant however you want to call it even though it's largely Mm -hmm. a legal um distinction um, and so TreePost was really born uh, from the recognition that we have this amazing plant and cannabinoids that are now available much more broadly to a wider portion of the population. Like here in Georgia, we don't have a medical cannabis program, uh, or at least we have a very fledgling one now. And so hemp really uh, opened the door for cannabinoid access for a lot of people. And so TreePost is really aimed at trying to give people the best possible selection of products and do a lot of the screening and vetting for them so that they don't have to do a research project just to get a high-quality cannabinoid. Um, right. So we saw, you know, when we started TreePost, there was uh, over 3,000 CBD brands operating in the U.S. Uh, I think that number has even grown since then, uh, oh. about a year and a half ago. And oh, yeah. uh, we wanted to basically take the uh, diamonds uh, out of the haystack and put them in one place and just make it uh, very easy and simple for people to access uh, high-quality cannabinoid products. So fast forward to today, and um, we uh, are up and live. We've got a few great brands on the platform, and we're uh, growing from here. Awesome. That's really exciting. So I, I really appreciate your background. Um, I'm not from the sciences, really. Um, that left brain stuff scares me. So, <laughs> However, you I, do <laughs> I love growing cannabis. And I've always wanted to know, like I heard, and maybe you can demystify this, but is there such a thing as like dry growing where you use very little water at all? Um, so I... I'm not, I'm not sure exactly what the, I'm not familiar with the term dry growing, but what I can speak to is, are the technology that I'm most familiar with that might be similar to that is aeroponic growing, where you're basically mm-hmm. uh, the root zone of the plant, um, kind of mm-hmm. like how hydroponics doesn't use soil. Uh, in aeroponics, you're not using uh, even um, a liquid medium. You're basically spraying uh, a very fine uh, mist over the root zone, Mm. and that gives uh, a couple advantages on on water um, Mm -hmm. use because you're using such a small amount of of water, and you can really tune in the nutrients. Um, So some people are a big fan of that. Uh, I 
I don't, I don't, I can't really say I'm not really a grower if that's the most uh, advantaged way to grow cannabis or other plants. But if, uh, if you are living in the desert and you're really worried about water use, then it's certainly an interesting technology. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The desert uh, needs to keep its water sources for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you source just from the United States, or where do you where do your products? Sure. Yeah. So the way that we're set up is if you've ever shopped on Etsy or uh, Amazon Marketplace or something like that, we basically provide the platform for brand products are coming directly from the brands to the customer. Um, and we do that for several reasons. One is because we really want the brand to be uh, having the relationship with the customer and having that product go directly from the brand to the customer. Uh, that obviously prevents any kind of fraud or um, transparency issues in the supply chain when it's just coming directly from the uh, brand that made it. Um, in terms of who we allow on the platform, though, we have a couple really uh, – set in stone standards, and then we have some more qualitative stuff, too, when we're screening brands. Um, the non-negotiables, so to speak, are everything has to be U.S. manufactured. Uh, we want the U.S. Um, or the hemp that's uh, created for the product to all be U.S. manufactured as well. Um, we're a little bit looser on the ingredient supply chain just because it's impractical most of the time to get 100% of your ingredients from the U.S. for, you know, if you're going to make a topical or something like that. Right, um, right. But then we do want to have batch testing for every single product that's uh, on the site. And then some of our more qualitative standards, uh, we actually interview and spend a good amount of time talking to each brand before they're allowed on the platform just so that we can understand you know, what is this company really about? Like, where's their heart at? We want people that really care about making the highest quality product possible. Um, you know, we're not trying to create a marketplace of people that just want to make, you know, a quick dollar. Uh, we mm -hmm. see a whole craft industry uh, emerging in cannabis and in hemp, and we really want to support that. Yeah, that you answered one of my questions, <laughs> which is <laughs> which one was that? Well, I wanted to know what what you knew about the various companies um, that were on your site. Have you been able to visit any of these uh, companies or their farms or anything? Um, well, yeah, I, as much as I, I haven't been able to visit as many as I'd like to in person, just because you know COVID kind of make made that a little bit more difficult. Uh, I definitely have plans to get out to a few of them uh, in the spring, though. Uh, there's the NOCO Hemp Conference is happening in uh, Colorado at the end of March. So I'll get to go face-to-face -face with a few people um, on the platform, uh, like uh, New Me Organics, and we have another uh, seller we're bringing on soon that will also be out in Colorado uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting uh, Davina, the CEO at Element Apothic, uh, one of the other brands on our platform. They do an amazing job with super clean products. I would highly recommend them to anybody uh, looking for just a very clean label. And uh, I got to meet with them out in Las Vegas at the Marijuana Business Conference um, end of, I guess that was November of last year. But that was kind of like <laughs> the last little window before COVID got all crazy again. So I'd love yeah. to meet everybody in person. And, you know, we're really trying to develop relationships and uh, a collaborative effort uh, to, you know, really raise the standard on the industry. And, um, and, you know, like I was saying, what's really important to us is just creating access to high quality products for people because there's so much information to sort through. And there's a lot of great products out there, but, you know, at the same time, there's a lot of people that are putting uh, profit ahead of quality, and uh, we just want to help screen that out. Yeah, that's really important because, um, you know, anybody can create a COA, and that's what we found, you know. And we've even had testing companies on our show that have said, you know, people come to them with big money to say, hey, can you change this? <laughs> can you make it? Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> I've it heard the crazy. same thing. Yeah, I, it really it's really mind-blowing. It is very mind-blowing because I guess I just live in a bubble, but I, <laughs> I you know, I didn't think the cannabis industry would be like that, but I guess every industry is shadiness, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we don't have the standards, you know. Uh, Legally, there's not a lot of standards around, like, the lab testing. And, you know, that's Mm -hmm. why it's so important for us to have that qualitative bit, that personal, like, I want to get to know the brand personally. Like, would I recommend this to my, you know, to my mom, to my wife? Uh, Would I give this product to my dog? And at the end of the day, um, like you said, you can go off the COA, but um, there, that's not necessarily a guarantee. So I really like having an idea of the person's intention, like who's behind the brand. You know, it's real people. That's one reason why we only deal with U.S. brands is because I can actually go have a conversation with that person, meet them on Zoom. You know, when I hear their story, is because they came into it because they were trying to you know, cure a family member of a disease. And the quality is the most important thing to them, you know, and I can tell that they deeply care about it. You know, that that helps the COA that looks good really means something to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, most people want to have that story. And so we're just trying to help provide that, you know, so that you don't have to do our job, (laughs) right, for uh, every product that you want to try. Yeah, yeah. And, And that's the thing right now. People are, you know, as much as this is not new, it's brand new, you know. So they're, you know there's a whole country just of ours that is like, Hey, what is the buzz about all this stuff? And, you know, like you said, whatever you want to call it, cannabis, hemp, whatever people know CBD. So they know that, that catchphrase right there. Um, But Mm -hmm. they, they, they don't know what's in this stuff. So they're going to gas stations and department stores and, uh, you know, movie theaters and, there's no way that, you know, these people are receiving all this training to be able to talk about this stuff in a um, safe way, you know, safe. Yeah, and and I think uh, one of the points that you raised that's really good is, you know, it's kind of a buzzword right now, but people, Mm -hmm. it's still new, right? Like, it's easy for us in the industry to, um, because we're thinking about it, you know, 24-7, uh, to assume that people know more than they do. But, you know, the reality is that most people still are on the early stage of the learning curve about um, CBD, about cannabinoids in general. And, uh, of course, there's the, you know, I'm sure you see this all the time um, in the medical area, the destigmatization is still a huge issue around cannabinoids and THC in particular. Um, just not associating it with, you know, just um, purely recreational drug use, which I'm in, I'm a fan of recreational uh, THC. I think it should be 100% legal, but, you know, there's still that societal stigma that people uh, have a hard time seeing it as medicine. Yeah, and you know what? I'm no one to judge. Whatever you want to do to recreate or socialize or commune i don't care that's up, that's up to you but you know at the end of the day your marijuana whatever you're doing with it is still medical <laughs> it's still yeah helping you exactly out. so you know <laughs> not like yeah yeah you know i, I I'm, I'm waiting for medical heroin to come out but it's not gonna <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that that one's more complicated <laughs> right well maybe yeah could be though so. But, yeah, um, recreational, I've heard some people say they like to call it social. They like to do it socially. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring in drink now yeah. or a bottle of wine. I mean, yeah, and, I mean, hiking is recreational. Right. What, you know, what we do to just, you know, recreate, mm-hmm. to relax, unwind. Um, I like being in that state, like, it's a, especially being out in a community or party or yeah. social setting. So how you don't? What's your program over there like for hemp and cannabis? What do you got going on over there in Georgia? Yeah. Um, so we have a um, a federally approved state plan for the production and processing of hemp. Uh, we just legalized uh, low THC oil, which is the first step in the legalization um, process. Um, it's the first medical. Uh, thing that Georgia has done yet uh, in terms of legislation. Uh, the word on the street is that we're probably going to follow a similar model to Florida's legalization, which I have mixed feelings about. Uh, on the one hand, mm-hmm. it's great you know, that we're probably going to be ahead of some of the other southern states in the legalization path, but you know, I think um, Florida has done some great things with uh, testing and uh, rigor, uh, but 
it's also, you know, only a handful of licenses. I think it's like five licenses for the entire production uh, for you know oh. a huge amount of people. Like in Georgia, we have, um, I think, around 10 million people. And so that's a lot. Five licenses is a lot of people to serve. What, and how are they deciding who gets those licenses? Yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> oh boy! I think we'd all yeah. I think we'd all like to know that a little bit better. And uh, I, I would like to say that you know, uh, I mean, it's an application process. But the, my problem is when you have that few of licenses, it's really hard for it not to turn political in one way or another. Um, so uh, hopefully, we can amend that in the future to really open it up a little bit more. But um, I'm just happy too that you know we we're we're on the path to um, to legalizing a state-run program and hopefully it doesn't take 10 years to uh, get it through because uh, uh, Georgia could really be a leader here um, in the south uh, southeast and if we choose to be so we'll yeah, see. Are you um, politically involved? Do you go to meetings to try and get things on ballots and or? Um, you know, not as much as I probably should be, uh, you know, with a, just a startup business, we have a limited time and resources. I do meet with, um, um, you know, representatives when I can to just uh, talk about the issues and that kind of thing. Um, once um, we we get a little bit bigger, maybe I'll be able to help bankroll some initiatives, but uh, that, that's the future endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good, though, because the future is just coming. <laughs> it's not stopping. Yeah, exactly. It's always right around the corner, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right there. Um, how long have you been in business? Uh, so we launched the platform in late October of 2021, so we're really just getting started. Um, okay. We were d developing it for a little while before that, yeah, and then that's when we took it live. Thank you. Yeah, and we we're actually uh, really excited we've got a – um, new version release that's going to be coming out in, in February, and it's going to really build on some of the things that uh, we've seen help uh, users on the site, uh, just with regards to making uh, the interface really highlight uh, what the product has been tested for, um, you know, what the COA says in terms of uh, cannabinoid content, terpene content, and just make it overall easier to understand exactly what you're buying. One of our uh, big goals is to just make the experience as transparent as possible so that you don't know ha have to know how to, you know, read a lab report just to see, you know, what, what's in the product. Um, so we're really excited about that coming out soon. Who says what on their, their bottles or their packaging? Most people are just confused to where, as to where to start at all, you know. Uh, they come in and full, full of medications and they just want to get off and they don't know, uh, you know, how much CBD is going to be equivalent or cannabis to whatever pain medication they're taking currently, you know. Um, so, yeah. yeah, transparency is super important. Um, do you offer any sort of education or anything to help people find? Like if someone says, I've got severe arthritis, I don't know what to take, where do I start? Um, so we do have education that's mostly centered around understanding like the terms and the science about uh, cannabinoids. Uh, we can't make any claims that would get us in trouble with the uh, well. FTC. Um, so as much as we'd like to highlight, you know, the research that's really promising and interesting around all of these um, uh, treatments of disease, um, we we don't do it on our site just because we don't want to get shut down for that. Uh, there's definitely some great research. Um, there's a couple books that have come out that are really summarizing the research. And so we try to be guides and help create, you know, transparency and point towards, you know, resources without making any kind of claims ourselves. Um, and it's, it's tricky, you know, and I'm sure uh, you guys, you know, navigate the same kind of stuff because obviously you want to shout from the top of the roof uh, all these amazing things um, that it can mm -hmm. do, but, you know, you have to be very careful about uh, the kind of claims you make at the same time. This is true. And, yeah, you do want to shout it out because we, we see, you know, a lot of patients that come in and 
Like, and I, I'll never forget one year, you know, I mean, this happens all the time, but I, I looked at someone's driver's license and I looked at them and I said, wow, you look so much better. And they were like, <laughs> I got, they looked younger than their driver's license. They looked healthier, cleaner, clearer. And she's like, yeah, I got off all my medications. I'm only using cannabis now. And I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah, true testament. Yeah, and we, we get a lot of those folks that come in that really just want off all the, you know, the heavy medications that aren't meant to be, they're not meant to be long-term. Um, yeah, well, you know, you know, a lot of people don't even know how their own medications are uh, interacting with each other. Um, you know, I'm, um, I've am i seen it, you know, with family members, too. Like, one doctor, you know, puts you on one thing, and you stay on it for a long time, and then you get put on something else, but nobody ever really, you know, thought about uh, how long should you be on this medication, or is this going to interact, you know, with this other medication that's newer that we put you on. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, um, the we are definitely the most, overprescribed country if you just look at I've, uh, I don't know if you've seen that statistic we t- Americans take like half of the world's uh, pills in terms of production which is insane because we definitely don't have half the world's population no it is insane that I've, I've heard that statistics and um, it's outrageous it's, it's kind of mind-blowing but it's you know with the media we have that you know we've got we've got media pushers you know and uh so maybe someday they'll push yeah. cannabis. <laughs> they'll be pot pushers. Oh, I think that's <laughs> coming very soon. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be absolutely everywhere in a very short amount of time. Um, I also worked in the uh, um, craft beer industry, um, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of similarities about how uh, cannabis is going to evolve and unfold. Um, just like in the beer industry, you know. Uh, the dark days of beer, like the dark ages, were kind of like the 80s where you could just go buy a beer that was literally didn't even have a, a brand. It was just called beer at <laughs> Costco. <laughs> and so, you know, there will be some commodity uh, Philip Morris version of cannabis, but then that's what's going to also create the demand and the need for the craft industry. And that's what, you know, we're really interested in supporting. Well, and, you know, I hope – at some point, you know, like with the five licenses, hey, it's the five guys on the couch, you know, couch in Montana. They, you've got they, <laughs> the licenses, you get five. Yeah. Like, where's the opportunity for craft anything in that? So maybe, hopefully, yeah. the government will roll out a plan that just says, you know, uh, entrepreneurs be entrepreneurs, you know? Like, you can do with craft beer. You know what I mean? Right, so yeah. You uh, can yeah, all totally. do it. 200 gallons of alcohol a year. That's outrageous. Um, you know, so. Well, I think the biggest thing there is that, you know, we got to hope for, and if you have the opportunity to influence any uh, legislators, um, we really want to have interstate commerce apply to cannabis and let it go across state lines. Uh, when I was at the uh, uh, MJ Biz conference, um, I had a really interesting conversation uh, with a Oregon producer who's been growing since the 60s, and they're applying for appellations, just like wine has an appellation, uh, you know, the region that it was growing, so that you can get an oh. official stamp that says, you know, this is like the equivalent of like the Bordeaux, you're right, of your strain. And if we can sell that across state lines, then all of a sudden we can create a market for, you know, specific regions, specific varieties, and that, you know, really creates a market and liquidity um, for all these special products that have a special story and uh, something unique about them. So uh, as long as we don't get stuck in this, you know, it has to stay in state uh, paradigm, which I think would be really bad for the industry, uh, just because, yeah. like, if, you know, if wine and beer couldn't move across states, you could see how that would be pretty stifling for products. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, it needs to because that's, you know, and that's part of the fear for people who live in states that um, there are a few left that don't have any sort of medical program. I love it. Most We've got a lot of states out there covering cannabis some way or another. But for, for states that don't, and even if they just want CBD and they have to cross over a state line, that's a lot of trouble, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
It, it definitely is. And, you know, when you're doing that, too, you know, it's going to be even harder to get um, a product that, you know, you feel comfortable with because you're really just trying to, you know, find something that works. Uh, so I really feel uh, for for consumers that are doing that. Luckily, with CBD, um, you can get it online. Like we can send, uh, we send to, I think, 46 states. There's just a couple that have some uh, somewhat draconian laws that we don't send to. Um, but you can go to TreatMost yeah. and buy any CBD product uh, from us, and we'll send it to you. And that's, you know, such an important part of the access component, you know, especially when, uh, in, in times like uh, we're in now where, you know, COVID has you know, really been uh, detrimental to uh, retail experiences in general. Yeah, it, COVID's really made it hard for a lot of people. But also, I mean, the the access to the to the Internet is, is a lot, you know, a lot better for people. They're getting on there and learning how to do things. So we have a lot of problems with that with older patients who can't even get on the Internet that <laughs> But um, that's good that you can um, deliver to most states anyway. I know that some don't accept anything at all. So And they will. Another five, yeah. ten years. There's no way they won't, yeah. given the economy alone. I agree. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why uh, federal legalization is going to happen. There's just, uh, you know, there's so much, m- m- not to be cynical about it, but there's so much tax revenue money that, you know, state governments need now. Uh, especially after the pandemic to, you know, rebuild. We need to get, you know, kids back in school. If we have to upgrade air systems and stuff like that, we got this uh, supply chain of something that helps people. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Absolutely. Um, so let me ask you a question about two things. Um, the THC level you said was raised a little bit to be in the hemp products. Is that right? Did I hear that right? Uh, THC was raised in, do you mean legally? Over there in Georgia. Oh, oh yeah. With the medical program. So, um, so we have, um, a, basically just to give a little legal background uh, after the 2018 farm bill, you could either be on the 2014 production uh, plan for hemp production or, you could submit a plan as a state to the federal government for approval for the, to the USDA specifically. And so Georgia actually was pretty early on submitted a plan that got approved by the USDA. Um, so that's just for hemp for mm-hmm. uh, actually medical cannabis. We actually just legalized um, low THC oil for certain medical oh. conditions. And then we gave oh. out some licenses to produce uh, that. Um, right. And so I just heard from some industry insiders that likely we're going to follow a legalization path similar to Florida. That's not set in stone yet. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm still hopeful that we can correct some of the Florida's mistakes, like we were talking about a minute ago, of just not having yeah. enough licenses. Right. Um, but Absolutely. yeah, for now, if you want to get legal access to a THC product in Georgia, you can do that with um, proof that a doctor has diagnosed you with a certain set of um, diseases, or one of one of the diseases that are approved. Um, I don't have a resource on the top of my head to point to for anyone who might be listening and interested in that, but you can Google around and, and find that. There's a couple of dispensaries that are now um, uh, selling that stuff with, with the correct documentation. So you, so you partially answered my question. The low THC, what? How much THC is low? Considered low, like three percent, two percent. I think it's. I think the limit is five percent. Uh, oh, okay. quote <laughs> me on that, but it's um, <laughs> higher than hemp and lower than recreational states. I know that. <laughs> right. Well, that's um, yeah. That's not bad. So. Yeah. It's interesting, though, you know, with hemp, like a lot of products, too, there's such, I was just reading more about this morning, um, there's such a, you know, hodgepodge and mix-up around the country of, you know, what, uh, how how to test and when to test for uh, THC levels in hemp products that, you know, you have some products that have, you know, 4% THCA, 
which of course, if you you know are going to smoke that or vaporize it or bake it, is going to turn into THC. And then in other states, you know, they're very adamant about uh, having under 0.3%, um, but it's not really clear who's in the legal right in a lot of the cases. So there's a huge amount of confusion about uh, legal THC levels in hemp products right now. That uh, it would be great if it, those got cleared up. <laughs> Right. So do you carry flour and concentrates as well with dabs and all that good stuff? Uh, We're not opposed to it right now. We're looking at a couple of brands that we might uh, bring on. Um, Right now we're really focusing on uh, wellness-oriented products and uh, not not to say that um, those categories aren't um, potentially used for wellness, but just in terms of the way that we're building um, the site, we really want to make sure that we have uh, our tinctures, oils, topicals, uh, edibles covered before moving into those categories. So it's something that we've got our eye on for sure, but we're just trying to make sure we have a robust offering in these uh, first categories. And uh, what are people tending to buy most? Um, it really depends on the shopper. You know, uh, some people are really just interested in buying the best value in terms of milligrams of CBD for their dollar. Um, and those people will tend to, uh, you know, buy just high-strength tinctures because that's the best bang for your buck. Um, but right. we definitely see people have a really strong interest in edibles. Uh, as well, I guess because they're pretty simple. Um, And the doses, you know, pretty straightforward. You don't have to do any, you know, calculating or volume (laughs) measuring with a dropper or anything like that. Um, I think, you know, one of the emerging things to keep an eye on in terms of product category is we've got a couple of great uh, capsule blends on our, uh, on TreePost. And I think, um, there's a lot of product innovation going on now with like, okay, well, we've got, you know, a terpene mix, we've got the flavonoid mix, but like we can also blend in other beneficial botanicals uh, and get some interesting synergies um, with, with the capsules. So like uh, we have uh, one brand, uh, Terra Plus uh, CBD on there. Uh, they came out of the pharmaceutical industry, the founders. And so they have a long history with, you know, really making quality control products and know how to do great manufacturing and how to get the best uh, botanical ingredients for their supply chain. And so they're doing some interesting blends with botanicals for, you know, uh, sleep or focus or, you know, different kinds of functional um, attributes that I I think CBD is, you know, a great addition to. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's good that they came from that kind of background for, you know, quality control. Um, that's so important to know what what is in your your medication, you know, especially if it's brand new and not monitored as much. It will be, but can can people find the COAs or can they find out information about the different companies that uh, are on here, like with TheraPlus or? Yep. So um, on our site, the way that it's structured, you can uh, we have icons that show what the COA. Um, information uh, is going to show in more detail. So if it's been tested for potency and past, then, you know, we have a little icon for that. If it's been tested for heavy metals, solvent, pesticides, uh, or residual solvents, I mean, um, heavy metals, uh, we put all those in icon form, and that's something that we're going to expand on more with the new release coming out in February. But you can also drill down and actually see a copy of the certificate of analysis, too, if you just want to see the original document. Uh, we do require that everybody that submits a COA has their name on it, too, because um, one thing that you'll unfortunately see some people in the industry do is have a COA that they either bought from a supplier or, you know, downloaded off the Internet. <laughs> so it's even not even the, the, the actual brand name on there. So that's something else to watch out for. Uh, but like that's I said, true. we make sure we're screening all of those uh, types of uh, brands and products off of our site. Um, and then if you want to read more about the brand, uh, you can click in to um, the brand story uh, through TreePost, too, and actually go see all of their products in one place and a little um, a short, you know, couple paragraphs just about who the brand is and their story. So we try to make all of that just kind of upfront and easy to navigate. 
Awesome. Yeah, the easier the better because, uh, you know, a lot of folks out there are simply just older folks that are, you know, in their 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, that are yeah. late stage lifers. <laughs> they made That's it. That's true. <laughs> and hey, uh, it's complicated. It is complicated, especially if you don't have, you know, somebody guiding you and a lot of the uh, a lot of the dispensaries have um, turnover and staff that's unreal or staff that's just not trained in, you know, how to talk to people about this for the first time because they're nervous or scared to death and they, you know, they think they think their heads are going to explode if they take this stuff. <laughs> <That's laughs> <just seems laughs> <very> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was reading a um, consumer study that about CBD, but I'm sure it's you know, very relevant to uh, uh, cannabis as well, that 60% of the products that were um, um, taken by consumers were either recommended by a friend or directly purchased by a friend or family member. So, you know, more than half of these products have a very real origin uh, in terms of recommendation or purchase from, you know, somebody that uh, the consumer trusts. And it's because, you know, it's so new. Uh, it's hard to navigate. I had um, I had one friend who was in a um, car accident, and she was taking a ton of, like, Advil, like NSAIDs. And, you know, after a while, that really messes uh, can mess with your stomach. And so she was looking for an alternative. Uh, she had never taken CBD or cannabis um, products before. And she told me she spent upwards of 10 hours uh, over the course of, you know, a week or two just grooming the Internet, trying to learn more, trying to figure out which product to buy. And, you know, that's really a crazy amount of time um, just to figure out something that's, you know, uh, a supplement or, you know, something that's a $50 purchase. And so we try to make that a lot easier for people to navigate. Well, and there's so much information out there you don't really know who to trust or, or, or not to if you don't have, like you said, a friend or a relative or somebody that you do trust to, to get it from. You know, we, we hear horror stories all the time how people have ordered stuff. I love it. They come in, they're like, oh, this stuff doesn't work. I got it off the Internet. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> or I bought it. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Don't buy it at the gas station. Please. Yeah, that's like, your gas or station. Or Amazon. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so there's there's a lot of uh, um, junk out there that people are are uh, just you know making money off of. It's really sad because people are taking. It is sad, you know. It's, I mean, there is a snake oil side of it. You oh. know, where, like I saw on Amazon, somebody was selling 10 million milligram uh, hemp seed oil. You know, like it's like wow. Okay, maybe there is 10 million milligrams of oil in it, but you know, it's you know they're trying to make it seem like uh, this high strength product, like sixty dollars, you know, for a thirty milliliter tincture or something like that. Uh, and you know, at the end of the day, like you might as well be filling bottles up with olive oil and sell like you know little tincture bottles and selling them for sixty bucks. It's just you know really dishonest and um, and and you know. I, I feel, I feel like it's really hurts the industry too. You know, when people just try to take advantage of the uh, the lack of uh, education like that. Oh, completely. It just makes it makes that reefer madness stigma just carry on. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But pretty soon our government will come out and say, "Okay, guys, cannabis is good for you. Yay!" They won't say they <laughs> you know, or that they they have. I don't know. I think they have nine patents now on the cannabinoids in the plant. I'm not sure how what they're up to right now, but they had one ten years ago. I think they have nine now. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, there will be a lot of genetics patents. That's for sure. Uh, you know, we're already seeing that with uh, food and what you can patent in terms of genetic codes. So, you know, mm. strains and uh, different uh, cultivars and everything. Those will all become patented. I'm sure. No, we'll have the same problems that we have in agriculture, you know, with people, uh, with with major corporations uh, suing, uh, you know, small farmers because, you know, the the seed crop uh, cross-pollinated on accident. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a long story with all that kind of stuff, but um, 
you know, at least at, at that point, it, it, it would be a legal crop. So, um, you know, one step at a time. But I think you're right. It'll it'll just happen, and then we'll uh, we'll have all the same problems that we've had with all these other industries. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I lose you there? Okay. Can you hear me now? Okay. I'm. Yep. We're back. Okay. All right. Hold on one moment here. Um, I'm gonna have to get our our headsets out here because uh, I don't think I can put you on speakerphone. <laughs> wow, this oh, is just what happened. Oh, good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. Technology. <laughs> you gotta love it. Well, it's a good thing we got some, so much of the show without it crapping out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's been coming in good. Their, yeah, I thought since they changed their program on us, all of a sudden it might work better. But no, that's all right. Well, that's okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure we can uh, appreciate the book what we did have on air. And we're still going. So I think that's good. I think we're still going. Silver Sister will have to let us know whether we're actually here or not. Or, yeah, Canvas Q can even call in. Um, all right. So, okay. So I think we were asking about brick and mortars or online shops. Oh, we're still okay. good. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. I think I missed the question. What was the uh, original question? Oh. I got disconnected. Oh, are you brick and mortar as well? Uh, nope, we are 100% online, so we don't carry any inventory. We're really just facilitating that transaction between the brand and the customer. So what we enable is basically standardizing all the information, like I was talking about, really making it transparent about what's in the product, what the product's been tested for, the story behind the brand, uh, all that kind of stuff. And then we also make it possible for you to buy directly from multiple brands at the same time and have it shipped straight to you from each one of those brands. So uh, instead of, you know, having to go to multiple different websites and go through a checkout process, you can just come to TreePost and, you know, all of our pre-vetted, pre-screened brands, you can buy from all at the same time. So we're really just trying to make it convenient and transparent uh, when you're searching for high-quality cannabinoids. Awesome. That sounds good. Sounds easy for the for the for the uh, <clears throat> for the user, you know. Yeah, that's our goal. You know, like you, like you were saying, you know, people come from all uh, ages and walks of life uh, and are trying to uh, experiment with these uh, products or maybe you know find a more reliable source. And so we really see it as our mission to just uh, support the customer as much as possible in that in that on that health journey. Yeah. Absolutely. The easier, the better. We said before, it's, this is new for people and it gets confusing, you know. Mm-hmm. With so much out there. Yeah, so much out there and the technology and... False advertising. Yeah, all that. Yeah, so that's absolutely. Awesome. Well, Justin, thank you so much for coming on the show with us and we look forward to working with you in the future. And, yeah, it's been um, super fun. Um, tell everybody where they can uh, where they can get to TreePost. Yep. So you can either just enter TreePost, T-R-E-E-P-O-S-T, into Google, and we'll be the first thing that pops up. Or you can go directly to us at TreePost.io um, or follow us on Instagram at ShopTreePost. We're also on Twitter at ShopTreePost. Um and we're on TikTok too with the same same handle. So um, easiest thing to do though, if you want to get directly into products, is just uh, go put Tree Post into Google and check it out. Right on, awesome! Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, our conversation. Thank you. Me too. And uh, happy New Year and best of luck. And we will definitely talk soon. You too. Take care. All right, thank you. All right, Justin from Pre-Post, everybody. Woohoo! Typical, it dropped out again, our radio show. That's just the way it goes. Seriously, I think it's going to all the episodes and then, um, and then bail. 
because that's what's going to happen. And don't worry, you guys can all come over and and be on air with us wherever we go. Wherever. Wherever we go. Let's see what time it is. 8.55. Woo! That went fast. I'm afraid to move my earbud because, you know, it could just hang up on everybody. Oh, technology. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. All right. So, oh, if you want to get certified, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come get certified. Monday through Saturday. And we have telemedicine if you don't want to leave your house. Uh, you're if you're stuck, you're sick, you're scared, whatever, you don't want to get out in the world of cooties, we don't blame you. And stay home and, and check us out. Go to TumbleweedTelCenter.com and check out the telemedicine section. And all you need to do is fill out the form online, and it comes right to us, and we check it out and make sure you have all the correct documents that you need, all the correct paperwork. Um, and then we give you a call, and we set it up, and we get you chatting with our doctors via the computer. We really appreciate you having a computer, too, and not your cell phone, because the cell phone things are hard. Those are hard to set up. And um, we had one guy call from a grocery store. Certification on aisle four. That's great. Bananas half off. Yeah, bananas half off. Hey, guys. <laughs> Um, well, oh, get on down to the Goodleaf at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. You're happy to be in so check it out. Lots of wonderful products down there. We're, we're getting some, lots of repeat customers coming down and telling their friends about it. And you can go to thegoodleafshop.com as well and check it out. Order some um, stuff online. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, you know what? If you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And you go to the events section, we are going to be at the Senior Connection Show, February 27th at Hilton East East and Tucson. Uh, That's 7600 East Broadway Boulevard. From 9 to 1, there's going to be, like, raffles and prizes and all sorts of stuff. So we'll be down there, and you can come talk to us about um, certifications, about hemp and CBD. Um, We'll give you some coupons for our new shop. And it'll be a good Ruby day. Right. Um, and then let's see. Next week, um, I don't know if we have. I do, oh, huh, next week. Well, this well, this is big news. This is big news. Silver Sisters is going right. <laughs> the Righteous Twelve premiere is this Saturday. Boom! That's right. That's right. The Righteous Twelve. Sorry, it's sold out, though. Oh, man. Both shows sold out. Um, it's at the Elkhorn Theater. Yeah, boom, 7 and 9 this Saturday. But I know, boom, boom. But we will be, the all of the 12, all of the 12 will be down at the Gospel uh, Supply Shop on Broadway, 56 Pennsylvania, across from the, um, uh, it's the organic burger place. Uh, oh, you're taking me yeah, oh, I love that thing. It's not crave. Uh, what is it? What is it? What's the organic burger place? Anyway, it's the burger place. Um, but it's over by where the video game shop is. So we will be there from 12 to 3 signing autographs. Love it. Yeah, love it. And then we're going over to Hope City Church to have dinner. And then we're off to the premiere. Chuck Williams, we love you. And then so next week will be, we're going to have some of the 12 on, hopefully as many as we can, to talk about the show, the movies, where it's going to be. It's going to be in 150-something theaters across this country, so we will have them on air. And it's just having Chuck in any room is a good time. It doesn't matter. We're talking about tension. It's a good time. All right, folks. Thank you so much. Let's see what happens here. Can you hear it? All right. Thank you for tuning in to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Justice and Free Post. Thank you so much for tuning in. Love you. Love you. Okay, Ryan. Canvas Kid, thanks for showing up. Two weeks in a row. Get out of here. Get out. One more time, and I get bingo. Oh, my God.
and then you get a prize. Then you get a prize. Connect four. Uh, if I did it four times, I'd get a connect four. You get a bigger cup. <laughs> Anything on the bottom shelf. That's right. Anything um, on the I will back. take the finger cup and two cookie dough. That's right. Finger cup. I want to Yeah. What is that? The finger monster. Oh, hey, remember. Be smart. Be safe. And educate. Love you guys and see you in the Righteous 12 next week. <laughs> Have an awesome day. Woo-hoo. Just for the 12. Yeah.